What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. I had to go about it, write it out, and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. I had to fail, had to fall, just for what I did well. And there's some stories I can tell you. This is the final word, Ashes Daily, day one of the fifth test match. There have been Woo. a lot of test matches and a lot of days, and this was one of them. And I'm Jeff Lemon, and he's Adam Collins, Hello. and you have to tell us about the entire day in 30 seconds. Okay, Australia pop England in. They do a pretty good job, all things told, but it was a mightily weird day. 62 for the first stand in just over 11 overs. In Australia, take three for 22, I think it was, in 11 balls, or maybe three for 11 from 22 balls. Who's to know? Then 111 stand between Mo and Ali and Harry Brook either side of lunch in 106 deliveries, then a collapse of four for 28, then a partnership of four 49 between Wokes and Wood that got them to somewhere vaguely credible. Then Australia finished it off in five minutes. All out 283. In reply, they're 61 for one. They've lost Warner late in the day. Kawaja's still there batting with Labashane. Stark, gutsy four wickets. The show is brought to you by Westfield London and Westfield Stratford City. That's a thing uh, that I should have said earlier. But the important thing is that uh, pretty much everything happened. It was na 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 baseball today. Yeah. I, it, it, was, it was England getting bowled out but scoring quickly enough that at least they got a score on the board. At least they got something working. Uh, up towards 300, could have been a fair bit more um, at different times. But my Lord, it swung one way and then the other. Pat Cummins wins the toss, he puts them in. I'm thinking, ah, 2019 vibes, Tim Payne putting England in at the Oval, losing it, drawing the series to all. You know, I thought, well, surely you can't walk into the same trap twice. But the square is different, the pitches are different. A lot of things are different here at this ground um, in that last couple of years. At the point where they're 62 off the first 12 overs and the openers are just going great guns, you're like, well, Cummins has made a, a bad mistake here. And then they pick up three for 11. As you said, it was three for 11 and 22 yeah. balls. Got it. Yeah, three for 22 and 11 balls would have been a, a snifter on, come to think of it. Yeah, look, it was a great toss to Couldn't win. Couldn't rule it out. <laughs> it was a great toss to win. Whoever won the toss was always bowling here because that's been the, that's been the convention of late at the Oval because there is plenty there on day one. And we saw that. Uh, for both sides with the ball, to be fair. England late in the day were getting enough en enough balls to go through to and threaten both edges. So I was pretty sure when I woke up this morning, regardless of the overheads, and it did, um, you know, it was rarely the sun out, a lot of clouds, lights on and so on. Um, but just the, the rhythm of it, like they, they played exactly as they did at the start at Edgbaston. Maybe not the booming drive from the first ball like Crawley did on that day. In fact, it was a maiden first over the 29th only the 29th of the entire series for Australia's bowlers, which in itself is an odd thing. But yeah, the way they gathered runs was reminiscent of a one-day international inside the first 10 overs from 10 years ago or, or thereabouts before sides tried to clock 90 in the first 10 when they were going for more 60. And they did it by breaking up the field and then having Australia pop the sweepers out, then picking them off like the middle overs of a one-day. It was kind of perfect. They were in rhythm, stuck. Was, was bowling nicely and there were a couple of half chances there but they took on Hazelwood, Duckett was using his feet, um, Crawley was playing from the top of the bounce as he did last week so well in Manchester and you know all things yep. trending in the right direction and then kind of from nowhere well, Duckett like, caught down the leg side. But there's enough boldness in the way like Duckett does the charge at Hazelwood yep. and swat him down the ground but it wasn't all, it mostly wasn't that sort of stuff it was just enough of those shots to say we are we are going to come for you from time to time but it wasn't sort of relentlessly trying to smash everything. Crazy accumulation, this was meant to be Hall of Fame for me but I'll do it now, 15 consecutive balls they scored off. Um, in the history 
history of test cricket before today, in the first 10 overs of a test match, there have been three instances where there's been every ball from one over scored from, right? The whole of test cricket where every ball's been Wait. scored off in an over inside the first 10, right? Of a single two, over. Of a single over. Two of them happened in the 1880s from four ball overs, and one was 2005, the World Eleven Test match at Sydney when Flintoff bowled to Hayden and Ponting. Today, that happened twice in two overs. 15 consecutive deliveries were scored off. It seems like a very innocuous thing to have never happened before, well, basically. Well, Andy Zoltzman picked that up on TMS. It's an absolute belter, and it reflects the way that they've, you know, we, we, can, we can dismiss or we can accept the way England have changed the game, but that's a little vignette as to how the very start of test matches they are trying to score in ways that hasn't been the convention and that's why they're able to get off to a flyer and why it actually felt completely against the flow of play when Crawley was caught down the leg side make yeah. that duck it yes um, I mean I, th I think they've changed their game I don't think they've changed the game I think there's a there's a fair degree of overstatement sure. in well, the, you know. the way that England get talked about um, Peter Lawler on the radio today going off the long run at the Richard Thompson, Thompson the, yeah. the ECB chairman <laughs> For, for talking in a similar kind of way was was entertaining. Yeah, so the, it's a really good call from Alex Carey um, because there's just a little glove down the leg side. Marsh, initially, he's the bowler. He's not too sure about it. He sort of goes, oh, yeah, how was it? And then when he hears Carey get into it, then his appeal gets a bit more excited. Um, it didn't really look like anything at first, and Carey insists. He's speaking to Cummins, who doesn't look convinced, and, and Carey's saying, I'm, I'm very confident that there's something on this, and there's the underside of the glove. It brushes the underside yeah. of the glove as it comes through. So they get Duckett, who's on 41, um, and, and bearing in mind, they've already put him down at this point. So they've dropped both sure. Duckett and Crawley. Um, Duckett is a, is a slash against Cummins outside the, the off stump and Warner goes up with hands hands up around shoulder height and lets it burst through, which is an odd one for him. Um, and then there's the, the, the drop that goes down off Crawley at slip where Smith is diving away and almost pulls in one of those screamers that Smith so often takes. <laughs> The one-handed, right hand, fully airborne, like that, that carbon copy compilation that we've talked about before yes. that you could cut together about 30 such catches that he's taken in his career. Another one today, wasn't there, when he was um, diving away to his right in the middle session to get rid of Harry Brook on 85. Before Brook gets there, they get rid of Crawley, um, at, you know, squared up, second slip. Credit to Pat Cummins. He's copped pelters over the last week for his captaincy, his bowling, the way they weren't able to keep the train on the tracks really in the field at Manchester last week but he said he was fresh he said he was raring to go and, and that was reflected in in the way that he bowled off the top at genuine pace came on first change which was of interest to me that um, did that in the last test too yeah so a couple of tests in a row he, he's decided to give the new ball to Hazelwood and Stark and follow that that pair where for probably the yep. entire four-year gap between the last Ashes and this one, he has been the new ball bowler. So, but it, it worked so well. It did used to work so well when it because there were quite a few years when it was that was always how it was when those three were playing. Stark would swing it. Yep. Hazelwood would hit the seam. And the fact he had Cummins as first change, he was such a chisel. He he, he was able to to get such penetration because you expect things to get a bit easier when the opening bowlers come off and it wouldn't if you were playing Australia because you would then face up to Cummins and he would get breakthroughs in that spell. Hazelwood uh, gets Root to chop on. I think that was clever captaincy as well. I was going to credit Cummins with putting an extra galley in. So Root steers through the cord and wants to get going. His first boundary to move from one to five. And in response to that, Cummins takes the third slip out, has two gullies, breaks up the cordon. It always looks ugly. There's always a danger of them bisecting the catches and getting four for it and, and looking a fool as a captain. But it just meant that Root had to get a little bit cute with that back cut to find the angle that wasn't quite there anymore. And what do you know? Inside edge from a ball that hooped back from Hazelwood or nipped back from Hazelwood yep. onto the woodwork. One, once two, two occasions where um, Yorkshire were out that way today. Bairstow in the middle session in similar circumstances. Very different phase of the game by that sure. point. But, you know, they're... They're 73 for three. They lose three in a hurry. 
and, and Brooke walks in and he looks scratchy as for about 10 minutes. He's put down in the cordon or maybe, no, by Kerry. Yeah, Kerry does one in, hand. Front of, in front of first slip. The ball's probably going to reach Warner. It's dipping. It might. Should have gone with two hands. He committed to going with yeah. one hand too early and it meant that he couldn't adjust in time. I think he goes, yeah, he goes with the one hand thinking it's almost wider than it is yeah, and it I ends agree. up being a bit closer to him. And so then he's, he's sort of in that in-between space and kind of slaps at the ball and high fives it away. Yeah. Um, don't high five the ball. It's not how you catch. <laughs> I catch like that. Just like that. So after the three for 11 collapse, I mean, how they do this, it, 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 it's not what we're used to watching. How you can have a partnership that builds the way it did. They put on 58 from 63 in the last sort of 40 minutes or whatever it was of play, maybe a bit more than that before lunch. Yep. And they pick up from where they left off after lunch with Stark injured momentarily going upstairs. He pulls up after throwing a ball in from fine leg. Looks and, like and his shoulder's terrible. gone. Like looks he like does he was genuinely and, gone. And he winces and he grabs it and it's sort of hanging. You know, when you see someone's yeah. arm hang, it's always a horrible sight. You usually see it in, say, I don't know, football, AFL football or something where there's a shoulder-on-shoulder -shoulder collision yeah. and, or a dislocation or something like that. So I don't know what they did to him. They strapped him up and I'm not sure what they jabbed him with. <laughs> Plenty. But, um, <laughs> but he came out after lunch bowling rapidly again and, and looked as good as ever. Yeah, it was all in about a 20-minute interval. So this was after lunch, hadn't bowled to that point, goes off the ground for a while, comes yep. back on. Moeen, in the meantime, does a groin. There's a five-minute yep. delay. Moeen thinks, I'm, I'm cooked here, starts backing away and slogging. But it works. For a time, it works. He makes yep. 34 all up. Well, he picks up. He gets he gets one on leg stump from Hazelwood and absolutely pounds it over mid-wicket for six. Yep. Um, he hooks the six off the top edge. He's kind of enjoying himself. It's the Moeen Ali license, right? Like, you're allowed to just go play shots at three. That's fine. And by that point, Brooke had hit two sixes himself before lunch over long leg. That elevation, the up and under. I spoke to Shield Berry, who's covered you know, more than 500 test matches at lunch. He, he can't remember anyone who's able to get underneath the ball, even Peterson, the, the natural comparison to Brook. It's his ability to, to back his swing and anticipate what's about to happen that, that sets him apart. And yeah, sure, he ends up falling for 85, caught by Smith in the cordon when Stark comes back into the attack. But by that stage, he, he's made sure that England are kind of over the hump. No side's been dismissed for under 224 in the whole series. Yep. You know, no one has collapsed, and so it proved for England today. They they, they fall well short of where they should have gotten to, but they mm. don't actually collapse, so they do post 283. But a big part of it's that 100 partnership with Moeen yeah. um, batting with Brooke, and, and then and then Moeen's done the groin, and, and it's, I mean, it's the kind of thing I was talking about with him batting at three, because he doesn't have, it's not just the, the, the physical training, but it's the mental training of batting long innings, sure. of being out there for a long period of time. You need your number three to be someone who can bat for six hours. You know, and, and Moen can't do that. We, we saw that at Old Trafford as well. He gets to his 50 and there's a point where he, there's some sort of mental fatigue and he plays a big shot and he gets himself out. Yeah, to Murphy's fourth ball, the previous ball, he hacked him, well, hacked him away, slapped him away for four and you're thinking, well, this is going to be tough. Moen against off spins, not a bad matchup for him. We've seen that in, in short form cricket. He mobs yeah. the spinners who miss their length. Um, he can hit against the spin really well, but you know, ball later gives the stumps to Murphy and he hits them. Well, I mean, and it's huge for Murphy because it takes quite a while for him to get brought on to bowl. He's he's bowling through the lunch break on the practice pitches down by the boundary yep. line. He hasn't been turned to yet. There's all of this waiting. He's finally given the ball, and yeah, third ball of the over, I think it is. Yep. Just straight through, hits middle stump. Happy days, you're in the book, you got one for five. And in the middle of all of that, Stark knocks over Stokes with an absolute beauty. I mean, yep. sure, you can say it only deviated, you know, three inches or whatever it is, but, and yes, Stark was uh, had Stokes playing slightly down the wrong line, but a ball that has off stump cartwheeling, hitting the top of it, having moved away from a left-hander over the wicket and doesn't even remove the bail from the leg stump and the middle stump. That says about how perfect that delivery was, as sweet as it comes, like junior cricket, taking out the off stump but leaving the rest of the castle there 
there. And we saw Stark knock over Stokes with a famous delivery in the 2019 World Cup that went the other way. And Stokes had a similar facial expression today, like that's just too good. Yes, yes. And got him out at Lords in the Test match yep. as well this, this time around. I mean, Stokes has quite a history with, with not really liking facing Mitchell Stark. There's, there's um, I, I think the contest is relatively one-sided there. I suppose Stokes has bashed him for quite a few boundaries as well when he's been swinging for the fences. And just on Stark, if he wakes up on, Monday, on Tuesday morning and says, you know what, I've given a lot to test cricket. I've taken near enough 340 scalps along the way. Um, I've committed to this above the riches of the IPL. I've prioritised red ball cricket above white ball cricket with the exception of World Cups for years. And yep. I, I'm, I'm kind of done. I don't think he should, by the way. He's bowling better than ever. But if he did come to that decision like fair enough yeah. like he has bowled such a gutsy spell today injured still gets four still gets Australia batting just after tea cleans up the tail picks up two wickets laid off top edges both taken Whoa. by Travis Head gets rid of Wokes who makes a nagging 36 like good on Mitchell Stark for being like such a dedicated test cricketer he deserves the, all the plaudits that are coming at the moment and I think the way that he gets talked about is still the bowler that he was 10 years ago which is oh well he's a bit erratic oh he, he yeah. go, it gets expensive sometimes well okay yeah of course you're a fast bowler you will sometimes get hit around but He's so consistently dangerous, and he was again today. He gets Bairstow for the millionth time <laughs> off the inside edge of the angled bat, slashing, trying to slash through the covers, chopping onto the stumps. I mean, how many times has Bairstow been out like that? And he just continues to play the same shots. It, 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 there's a degree of frustration. I reckon if you're an England fan, you'd look at that and you'd go, oh, just some shot selection stuff, right? The two chop-ons, case in point. Yep. Um, to an extent, Brooke, but, you know, Brooke by that point's made such a contribution I'm, I'm reluctant to criticise him but you know the way that Bairstow gets out there I think Phil Walker put a best on out commentary earlier just give yourself a chance to get in mate like you don't need to play that shot right away you don't need to keep the sustained pressure on you've got the licence to when you're going at such a clip they're going at five yeah. and over by this point you can just chill and give yourself quarter of an hour but it feels like temperamentally at the moment Bairstow isn't going to give himself half yeah. an hour he's not going to give himself 10 minutes he's trying to score rapidly from the outset yeah. and, and it's, most of the time it's not working so that's that's Stark's second wicket he gets that one via the chop on and he gets the, the couple later and it's Cummins, right, who gets the uh, the Brook outside edge into the cordon. Um, Stoke, it's the, Stark, the, actually, yeah. Stark, yeah cause it, Stark, Stark doesn't take five. Stark take, takes four. He, he gets take, Stokes he gets and brought, Brook, yeah. But, but he gets, yeah, he gets Stokes and Brook. He doesn't get best. Huh? Oh, my apologies. That's Hazelwood, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just as he did Root before lunch. Same, oh, same mode of dismissal. I was it just having a moment in. of terror about what I'd written in my, in my <laughs> article that I'd filed. I was like, hang on, surely I didn't misremember that. And then Australia <laughs> go out to bat and reach 61 for one by the close. Warner gets another start. Jeff and gets out. I'm... Um, you kind of long for in our live show last night with Steve Finn we spoke to him about like how players towards the end long for one more day when they're at the peak of their when powers everything works. when everything just clicks and works and it's lovely again yeah I think Warner never looked like it was going to happen for him today it was gritty he hit a couple of nice boundaries but this feels like almost his upper limit right now getting a start before something goes wrong made 23 24 um, so he's made a lot of scores in that sort of bracket batted through 17 overs put 49 runs on the board it's that sort of diminishing returns thing where it's like well he did the job, and he, and he did the job again. Like, he soaked up Mark Wood's first spell. He faced a lot of Stuart Broad, didn't get out to him, you know, survived that. Um, 
that, that initial examination, set things up so that Labuschagne could come in. Uh, Kawaja was settled. And so he's, he's, it's as it's been through the series. He's helped, but he hasn't made a massive score. And, and again, I don't think it's any certainty that he gets picked for the first test of the summer back home. So 222 is a deficit at the close of play. 61 for one. Kawaja on 26 from 75, meditating his way to that tally so far. Excuse Based the cliche. Over a thousand balls in the series now. Kawaja. Love it. Labuschagne, two from 23, just playing for stumps. Uh, the wicket was Chris Wokes. It's always Chris Wokes. 12 in the series, doing a job relentless at the moment. Uh, Jeffy. 13 now. Let's move to the Final Word Hall of Fame. The Final Word Hall of Fame is brought to you by Westfield London and Westfield Stratford City. More extra, less ordinary. Try something new this summer yeah. with free games, exercise classes, hobby sessions and arts and crafts for people of all ages until the end of August. Can I, can I do them all at once? Can I get on an exercise bike and make some like spaghetti pictures with glue? Well, let's on? see. Can you do this? Sip and paint sessions, yep. cheese and kombucha tastings. They can be do con maybe concurrently. Journaling, which I can vouch for. Good thing to get into the practice of flower arranging workshops, disco yoga, and so much Whoa. more for everyone to get involved in wow. all summer long. Disco Westfield yoga. London, Westfield Stratford City. Disco yoga, that must be better than my vinyasa if, stuff. If I ever start another podcast, it'll be called Disco Yoga. I don't know what it'll be about, but that's what it'll be called. Quick Hall of Fame tonight. Uh, I love the fact that when Cummins and Hazelwood took their wickets today, their first wickets each, that meant four Australian bowlers in the history of the game, Phil Long gave me this, had exactly 50 wickets in England. It's so satisfying. Bill O'Reilly, Merv Hughes, Pat Cummins and Josh Hazelwood, but for a couple of hours all wow. had 50 wickets in England. Huh. Um, I liked David Warner's bit where he, he plays a ball hard into the ground, it bounces up and there's the old, uh, you've got to knock it away from your stumps to make sure that um, it doesn't roll back or whatever it is. Instead of that, he catches it on the face of the bat. He, he points the face of the bat up to the sky, catches the ball and balances it there. Like he's doing a little, like Andrew Gay spinning the basketball yeah, on his finger yeah. telling you to drink more water on the <laughs> billboard at, at Eltham train station. He's, he's, he's just letting it sort of hover there and it's rolling around. And then, and then he sort of turns around towards the slips and flicks it off the bat um, into the cordon to one of the English fielders. I've never seen him do that before. Mad and, style points. And Loved then, it. And then he makes a DRS sign as if to joke to the England guys, go on, review that. And all in the long sleeves. We neglected to mention in the Hall of Fame last week, David Warner batting in long sleeves. I am convinced he's never done this in test cricket until the last two weeks. Uh, there are our Hall of Fame entries. Google Westfield London, Westfield Stratford City, more extra, less ordinary. And do kombucha while you're doing wine, while you're doing um, flower arranging, while you're doing disco yoga. And writing it's in all your possible journal. To you. And writing in your journal all at once. Uh, that's it from us. This has been The Final Word Daily. Uh, thanks to everyone who came to the live show last night. Bless you. We love you. A sold-out show there at the Phoenix. It was an absolute belter. Um, if you love what we do, or even if you just like it, even if you're just partial to it, um, patreon.com forward slash The Final Word. Um, good night from the Oval. We'll do it all again tomorrow. Ta-da. Night. Sorry if I ran out to empty wrote this so you know what I meant here. I had to go about it, write it out.